What's going on, guys? My name's Jack Monty, and that's Owen McCabe. He's still in North Carolina, sadly, and you're listening to Schmack Talk Podcast. A little note about Schmack Talk, we have recently gotten on several different podcast uh, platforms. Owen, you want to talk about those? Yeah, we got on iTunes. We got on Google Play. We're, all, have, we're still on Stitcher. Hell yes. We haven't gotten any replies from Spotify, so that's kind of bummy. But uh, hey, it's going to happen soon. We get more listeners. You guys keep listening. You like our stuff. We get uh, more people to listen, and boom, we're on Spotify. We're making good videos. Not videos. Oh, well. We're making podcasts, and we're having fun with it, and we're going to continue doing this because it's something we enjoy. Oh, yeah, and it's very exciting. Yeah, it's just very exciting because uh, the fact that we're on different platforms, these platforms are uh, something that a lot of people use. I mean, SoundCloud is uh, used by a lot of people, obviously, but it's kind of used by a younger generation, but iTunes is used by a whole lot of people. So, I mean, we can finally get ourselves out there and promote ourselves in a different way, and that's uh, a very exciting thing. I also uh, note about last week, we didn't put anything out, but that was because I was away, and Owen and I, we didn't think that if we got together and recorded, we would give something that would have been worthwhile, so we just wanted to wait until this week so that I could be home, and he could be home so that we could record something that was actually good. We plan to, you want to re- like release the second one on uh, like Wednesday or something? Right. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, so we're going to release uh, another episode on Wednesday to kind of make up for the last week. And uh, then we're also going to release next Sunday. Uh, and we're also going to start recording uh, a lot earlier in the week so we have time to uh, edit and we're not throwing it all jumbled together. But, uh, no, so, uh, but for this episode, we're going to be talking about abortion. We're going to be talking about the Red Hen Restaurant. And I think these are two pretty big yeah. topics and that we'll really be able to uh, show our opinions and our mindset about really a lot of different subjects just based on these two major topics. Yeah, but before we talk about that, I just want to, I'll give a little story and we can have a conversation about it. A couple of days ago, somebody asked me, they went up to me and were like, hey, Jack, uh, what's the worst thing you've ever done? And I mean, that was a weird question for somebody to ask me, obviously, but uh, I was just thinking about it for a little bit and I, I ended up answering uh, really nothing. And they, they laughed. And they're like, really, you're a saint. You've never done anything bad. And I was like, well, it's not that I've necessarily not done anything bad in other people's viewpoints, but I mean, to myself, I've never done anything I don't think that I would not do again. So, I mean, if in my mind, I don't think that I've really done anything bad, have I necessarily done anything bad? And I mean, I was thinking about that in like a, even a worse way. If somebody murders somebody and they 100% in their conscience think that what they did was just and what they did was right, did they necessarily do a bad thing if, again, in their mind, they don't think they did? And why should somebody else be able to dictate what uh, what really is bad for us? What do you feel about that, Owen? I mean, I, I completely agree. I think murder is an extreme action, but like... If some uh, to take it down a notch, I guess I think if someone was to like snort cocaine or someone was to smoke pot or something like that, and they know it is illegal, but in their mind they have the intention of doing it and they have a good time and they have uh, they do it in a safe environment and they were have a positive experience coming from it and they don't let like they don't allow themselves to let that define them or ruin their life. And they think it's a positive thing and there's really no negatives coming out of it. And I don't see why that should be considered a bad thing. I think that personally murder, even if it is 
just is a bad thing and whether even if that person had tortured and murdered your whole family, it's still sinking down to that level. And while that's an extreme case, and I'm sure that it's happened before, it's there still should be a punishment in a way because there are other ways to go about it that don't, I guess, infringe on... Okay, I'm restarting that because that was a dead end. But uh, because murdering someone and raping someone and doing really something morally unjust has an effect on your consciousness. It's going to bring you to a dark place. And that's just the human body and the the way the mind works. And really, I've kind of been doing research, a lot of research around uh, the human psyche. And because that stuff interests me. And really, no matter what you do, if it's viewed as negative by society, there's going to be a negative backlash, whether it's physically or mentally, it happens. And there's nothing you can do to control that. But if you can surpass that and get through it, then yeah, I think it may not be bad to you and others may judge you for it. But honestly, if you think yourself did the right thing or you think yourself you didn't harm anybody else in doing this, then it's not a bad thing and you should be able to do it in a way. Yeah, I was agree. I mean, obviously, again, murder is a very out there and that's like, um, I don't know, it's not the best example. But again, if in your mind you 100% think what you did was right, how is somebody else to tell you it's wrong? And I mean, you might be breaking a law in doing so or you might be harming another individual. But again, I mean, at the end of the day, like, if you're going to die and in your mind you have no regrets about what you did, no one else should be able to define that as a bad decision. And I also think your conscience should be the thing that defines your consequence. So again, if your conscience is 100% okay with what you did, there shouldn't be a consequence. And in your mind, you shouldn't be feeling bad about what you did. That will segue us perfectly into our first topic of abortion. Do you want to talk about that one first, Dylan? Yeah. I mean, based on what we're saying here, I think, or at least I don't think, but the argument is that if you should be, if you're able to get past the negative, the, the dark feeling, the regret, the, or really anything else that comes along with getting an abortion and you, and really killing the child that is in your it's inside of you and heart taking that life then people why shouldn't you be able to do that and i know your stance on it and you know mine and so we'll kind of get into that but that's one side of the argument and uh you want to talk about the other one yeah well i also i just want to say i remember um back when we were in ninth grade freshman or something like that we had a conversation you and i and uh we were talking about abortion this is when we first realized we had similar uh, opinions and i was like no i'm against it you're taking the rights away from a child and then you 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 weren't against it and I asked you why and you're like I mean because it is the woman's right and then the next day you came home you came back to school and, and you were like hey Jack you're right I I was wrong because you, you had a conversation with your father and your father was like I mean yeah I guess in a way it could be a woman's right but the woman's right is affecting someone else's right and that's why it's wrong yeah and um, I really had that night I'd really thought about it and I'm, I'm if I remember correctly, I stayed up for a really long time contemplating it and 
uh, going back and forth, and I couldn't tell you how many times I switched sides, but if I thought about it from a logical standpoint, I really went down to my base beliefs, and that woman, whether she, yeah, she has the right to her body, but once that she has sex, or unprotected sex, or even if it's um, not, uh, even if she takes the precautions and it's the, the baby still comes out, uh, the baby still comes out of it, then once that life is inside her, once, um, uh, what is it called? Once the egg meets, reaches the, or the sperm reaches the egg, then there's another life inside of you and you're eff- affecting the rights of another human being. And, ba- and that's my base belief is you can do whatever you want, but as soon as you're affecting the rights of another human being, then that's where the line needs to be drawn. And so really I got down to that baseline and I said, no, I'm against abortion. Yeah, and I, I have the statistic here and it says, if it were for Planned Parenthood, 40,000 people would be turning 40, 98,638 people would be turning 30, 153,367 people would be turning 20, 200,000, wait, 289,750 would be turning 10, and 333,964 people would be turning 5. Approximately 7.5 million Americans lost their lives to Planned Parenthood in the past 40 years. Now think about 7.5 million people. They use the statistics, they say, oh yeah, that's a one in a million shot, that something would be another thing. One in a million, I mean, there were 7 million people that were killed. One in a million, there were 7 of those people that could have been doing amazing things like making a cure for cancer or, I don't know, um, doing something absolutely amazing and that opportunity was taken away. But to be the play the devil's advocate, they also could be something, somebody who's detrimental to society. Whether they were just another person leeching off the government, or they were uh, became a mass murderer, or had some diabolical plan and stole from thousands of people and became a a, a, a fuck. What is it called? Fugitive. No, a. Uh, and they ran into uh, fuck. And they ran a Ponzi scheme. But uh, it's just, it's really, you never know what that I mean, person, what those people could have done with their lives. But here's the thing. Even if they were uh, leeches of society, breaking laws and stuff like that, because of Planned Parenthood and abortions, they were never given the opportunity to even try to become that. And that's wrong. And it doesn't matter if you're a criminal, the worst person in the world, or the best person in the world. You should have the opportunity to be whatever you want to be. And that's, I mean, that's what America was built upon. Uh, it's not, we're not going to give you everything. We're just going to give you the opportunity to be everything. I mean, abortions is like one of the most un-American things if you think about it that way. Because we're taking and ripping opportunity away from so many amazing, what could be amazing people. Very true. And I feel like there's, so, like, I want to, like, personally, I would like to talk to someone who's got an abortion. I want to know what their opinion on it is on it is and I don't want to have because yeah you can see like articles and stuff like that based on what they think and what they are um what they went through but those articles nine times out of ten are going to be biased towards a specific side and those uh, writers are going to hunt down someone who has the view that they want in that article 
And so I per- I want to talk to someone who's unbiased and who's went through that experience and see what their feelings about it was, how what they went through leading up to it, what they were feeling after it, and if they have any regrets about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, obviously, I don't think I know anybody that has had an abortion before, but I don't think that they could go through life without a regret. Oh, definitely not. Because there's always that level of doubt, no matter what you do, especially if you have a life and what that could turn into and you want to know what they would look like and you are going to be counting, you're going to say, oh, like this abortion that I had is going to be X amount of years old right now. And like, Mm. what would they be doing? Like, what could they have been doing? What sports would they have played? Like, it's just, it's sad, honestly, but people make decisions and they have to live with the consequences. And that's another thing that I feel like, um, with abortion is you made the conscious decision to have sex and you have to live with that consequence. And honestly, the only reason that Okay, but I can still start talking and continue until you okay. re-record. I don't have to stop. Yeah. Basically, yeah. whenever one of us isn't talking, like I edit that closed in case one of us made a noise in the background anyway. So like, so it's only that one person talking. All right. And um, but yeah, so where was I? So they made a conscious decision and they have to live to have sex and they have to live with those consequences. And mm-hmm. the only way I think abortion is slightly okay is if you were raped. But a rape, even in rape, there are other message, uh, methods I, there are 10, there's 11 kids in our family. Eight of those kids were adopted. So I have a very, I would say I have a very mm-hmm. thorough understanding of the adoption process and th- what it's like for them as I've been talking to them about how, what they went through and how they feel. And recently, so many people, especially American families, have been adopting and the statistics are just growing through the roof. And so before, in the early 2000s, when these orphanages and these adoption centers and these foster centers were just filled with kids, it's steadily going down because more and more people, people who can't either have kids because of their infertility yeah, or people a, who are just like, point, you know what, let's try it. Let's make someone else's life better. So many more people are adopting and by having an abortion from a rape you're creating a second victim instead of just putting them up for adoption or even especially giving them especially giving them away at birth you can give them away in the hospital and so yeah you're gonna that's gonna be uh, you're gonna have the level of regret like you do in abortion but you're not creating that second victim and someone else is going to be able to take care of them if you're not able to, and they're going to grow up and have a good life. Yeah, I agree. It was funny. I actually had a I had a conversation with this one girl um, about abortion the other week, and I, I, I told her, I mean, I thought it was okay in, um, in cases of rape. And then I was like, how do you feel about that? And she was like, I, I really I don't feel like it's okay at all. Killing a baby is killing a baby through and through. And I started to think about that, and it's true. And I also, I want I wanted the statistic. I mean, obviously, rape is an awful thing. If somebody does it, I mean, that's really messed up. But I want to know, what's the statistic on how many people are actually impregnated because of rape? 
So in the last year in the United States alone, there were just over 321,000 rapes. That's, that's, that's an insane number. That's terrible. But uh, do we really think that every single one of those women got pregnant? I, I, I highly doubt that. That, per, that. that percentage is so low. There's, it's so rare that that's going to happen because the woman is fighting that the whole time. And she's definitely going to do everything she can to prevent that. And so it's just, it's not, it seems. It's, it's unlikely. Very exactly. unlikely. It's, it's very and rare. I, we don't want to sound like, I don't know, um, bigots or anything saying that, I mean, yeah, you're not going to get pregnant from rape. It's obviously, there's a, there's a chance. And if that happens, it's awful. And I mean, we're guys and we're not the type of guys who would ever rape a girl. And we're not the type of, and obviously we're guys, so we can't get impregnated by a rape. So we're never going to have to deal with that. But I don't know. It's, that's a hard decision. And both Owen and I's opinions on it are that it doesn't matter in case of rape or in anything. The abortion should not be a choice. It shouldn't, I mean, maybe not, I don't know, it, not the choice, but it shouldn't be the option that people should want to choose. Because, I mean, think about years down the line, 10 years after an abortion. Do you think that their minds are still going to be like, I don't know, they're going to be okay? I mean, the, one in every five Americans has a mental health issue. I guarantee a high majority of those people have a mental health uh, issue because of their abortion. Would you agree with that? I, hmm, that's a that's a good question. I feel like mental health isn't something you just start from rape. I think maybe there could be an underlying mental health that hasn't been realized. But well, no, okay, help. Yeah, but mental health issues are obviously they're in your body your entire life and they only come out at certain times but i think that there are certain um events that happen in someone's life that trigger it that re- that yeah definitely i would agree and i could with say that. That i i guarantee abortion's one of those and i mean i think we should probably wrap it up now so for abortion i feel like america really that conversation has kind of died down a little bit because you've reached a stalemate the question to ask to figure out how someone stands on abortion is where does life begin because that's really does it begin in the, the, the first trimester the the when they get fingernails personally i believe it's conception because once you reach conception there is nothing that you can do if you just let that egg and sperm alone leave it alone that's going to turn into a baby. And there are ways before that to prevent that from happening. But the only way to prevent that turning into a baby is by killing it. So uh, per, like, like I said, where does life begin? And that's the question you need to ask. And that's really what America has found out. And that's why the abortion argument has died down. Yeah. And I mean, we're going to, we're going to, uh, just wrap this up, but I, I just want to say at the end of this, all of this, Owen and I are both pretty religious people, and our views are obviously libertarian. So, the, what you're hearing right now is is the views from two people that think like that. These are our opinions, and this is how we feel. And I mean, if somebody else has a different opinion, they want to email us or talk to us about it, feel free. But again, this is our bias. 
and you don't you could take it however you want but again this is how we feel and we just wanted to put that out there uh with that being said again we are on itunes we're on stitcher we're on the google play store and we're trying to get on spotify so please drop a subscription to us uh, it would mean a lot and we're gonna put one out on uh this wednesday and we're gonna keep on doing it uh every sunday following that Again, we didn't put on out. Uh, we did not put one out last week because I was away and we couldn't put anything that was that much of quality. But uh, again, thank you very much. All right, that's it for this episode. My name is Owen McCabe. That's Jack Monty, and you're listening to Shrimp Talk. Mm-hmm.